It's a lion! Run for your life, Pumbaa! Wait, 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 it's a little lion! It gets bigger! Can we keep him? Can we please keep him? Oh, oh, okay, uh, I promise, I'll walk him every day. If he makes a little mess, I'll clean it up! You'll be, be his little mess. He's gonna eat you and then use my body as a toothpick. But one day, when he's big and strong, he'll be on our side. I got a four-man team here, Rick. If I need more than that, I gotta get it approved. And you know, I, I, I gotta look after my dudes. Hey, hey, and if your dudes were a better match for me, I'd say, oh, okay, you got me, but, but, but that's not the case, and you know it. In a dark corner of the world, three men will work together to bring you a podcast like no other. This is Fanatically Correct, where the fans, the geeks, and the nerds are always correct. With your host, MSK. Yo, peace, and Omega. So, yeah, we did a uh, double header today. So this is going to be another Omega Yo, peace review mm. episode. Yep. So uh, you're safe. No spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. None of that. No need. That's a great voice, man. <laughs> I love that guy. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm your host, Omega. Yo, peace. And so, yeah, uh, movie one, we did a double header. We went with the family, the kids, the wives to see Lion King. So, anyways, and the second movie we're reviewing is uh, Tarantino's Once Upon a Time oh. in Hollywood. Oh, boy. So, it's a good thing. This is going to be a spoiler-free episode, just a blanket-based review on the two films, because if not, we'd be saying crazy things like, oh, remember the part when Leo and Brad Pitt and Bruce Lee broke into Akuna Matata? Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, remember that part when Leo shot Simba right in the face? Right like, in the and, face. And like, that doesn't sound right. No, that, sounds, that sounds amazing. <laughs> we need to write that. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> we need to write that one. So yeah, so it's a good thing that we're not going to review the two. Yeah. Together, we are planning a Tarantino episode, so that's when uh, MSK will be caught up, and we're going to go spoiler full on everything Tarantino, uh, directorial and producing, not um, screenplays or no. whatnot. Maybe we'll mention it, but we're going to do an all-out Tarantino episode, so that'll be spoiler full on Once Upon a Time. But we'll go ahead and start with the family-friendly side. Yes, let's, and, yeah, let's start and, off soft. And we'll do with the, just can't wait to be king. So yeah, we're going to do... Some Lion King talk. Uh, your piece blanket at first. What is? What was your feeling? Um, it was a good movie, man. It was um, um, better than Aladdin. I must say, it I was agree. better than Aladdin. Agreed. Um, and there's just maybe a couple of things that I didn't like. One song in specific that I didn't like about it, but other than that, I think I think they did really well, and I think. People are not going to enjoy. I I agree with all that. Yeah, you're already seeing some of the Rotten Tomato buzz. People are hating it for the reason we and I specifically I love it. I already know that Aladdin got more praise because for some reason there's a nice big group that wants changes and wants new things and not see what they saw. And the biggest complaint that Lion King's getting is that they pretty much took 
what the original is and, and for the most part kept that yeah and uh they're like what's the point of that and for me that is the point right of that that's what i want yeah, i it, want to take what they didn't have you know which is considered now low budget but just basic regular animation all they had available to them at the time and to now see it live action ish because it's cgi but live action full-blown budget you know computer generation make it look like it's real lions fighting and real animals and that's what i wanted and that's what i got yeah no no giraffe sitting on no bird and the bird surviving none of that yeah it was it was like a real jungle a real even the way safari if i mean to an extent obviously the animals are talking and there is like some dance moments or whatever but not to the point where it's just completely out of the range. Right. Like, realistically, if they spent, like, decades filming this, they could probably train animals to do this stuff and then just voice over the conversation. Yes. Uh, you know, realistically, it would be a lot harder. It would take a lot longer to do to work with actual animals and see... Probably impossible by now to... Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Well, yeah, with... Uh, with, with with yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll probably take some aggressive training. Yeah, that, very aggressive that, yeah, training that our, our society is, is is realistic about. It's not fair to animals anymore. So yeah, they're not killing the horse like no. they did it for a trail no, and a trail, yeah. and never any story that they really killed that horse. Right. But yeah, so no, I, I I think that that was the point, and that's what we got. There is changes. So for everyone out there, it's not a hundred percent the exact same movie. They no. added things for those who enjoyed the first movie and that are Disney fans. In general, yes. Um, that's all I can say. That there's some good jokes that play on your knowledge of past Disney and the original Lion King. Yep. Uh, but that being said, Pumbaa and Timon pretty much stole well, the show by far. Right. They were the, the highlight of that movie, yeah. um, and it was different. Yeah, and, exactly. And I'm not gonna say more, but it was yeah. different. And which is not a big change. In the fairness, Timon and Pumbaa were pretty much like 75% of what people enjoy about the first one. That is correct. So it's still just as predominant, if not more, this time. And them knowing that, that's where they allowed some ad-libbing, some changes, and some poking fun at the original yeah. uh, framework. And that's what's good about it. And yeah, there's uh, there's yeah one particular scene I agree, uh, and everyone was seeing it will probably agree. There's one musical number that feels out of place. Yep. Uh, there's a couple of musical numbers that are sung differently uh perhaps if you're oversang or undersung depending on what your opinion on the original uh you know music is outside of that i mean yeah it's so some people i i think it's subjective some people will be like i actually like this version more and i actually like the original version more yeah that can kind of back and forth but for the most part it is the same song and overall it is the same film it tells the same story and i'll tell you certain scenes are so impacting because with the which it was hans zimmerman right that's the one you noticed that uh, yeah and with and I notice it's the music that plays a part of it. There's scenes that impact you just as much as the original did. I it was hard can to see tell it you that um, I didn't want it. I didn't want yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It, it was it was hard, and there was kids obviously that had seen in the theater because you know kids can't help and talk out loud. And there were some kids saying things that you could tell they seen the original. Yeah, <laughs> movie, and they're like, "Oh no," you know, like when certain parts are coming it's, up. It's, and, it's coming. And, and yeah, I'm it, not ready. Yeah, and I do got to make a note that there was a particular scene. Everyone who knows the original film, you were not spoiling stuff, but <laughs> your piece's daughter was in a full on fetal position, oh, yeah. <laughs> preparing herself for yeah. what was about to come. So it was, and it was heartbreaking to see that. And then, sure enough, you're watching, and you can't help but feel your eyes get a little watery and feel a little misty. Like, wow, did they gets getting me again? And I think the biggest thing that helps is James L. Jones. Again, of course, we prized the voice as Mufasa, oh, which is so huge. great. It takes so you right great. back there. But yeah, all the voice actors I think did a great job. I think uh, Beyonce is actually getting a little bit of flack for that. I think she did fine. I don't think her role 
was her dialogue wasn't yeah, enough to impact I think to see there was something wrong with her acting. Well, I don't think it's the acting part, which I think I know why um, some of that happened. Again, I don't want to spoil it because I mean, are we really spoiling this movie for people? I know, right? What is it? Thirty years? It's <laughs> to be honest, I would really spoil this movie for people. <laughs> to be honest, it's insane. There's people like, yeah, what? But but let's let's keep it simple. I think there was certain ways that they recorded this movie that is, it's I guess it's noticeable for that person that's maybe uh, has to loop. do with audio or whatever. Like they they'll probably they'll probably see a difference when it comes to the acting aspect of it, yeah. and that was not her fault at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the singing was not bad. She did. She didn't go. Cra- I don't think she went crazy. No, I, th- I think there was moments that were rifted or oversung. Right. I think that was under direction because I think they were trying to go away. And then there's some lyric changes and stuff like that too. Yeah. Again, if you know the original material and you're a fan of that, you'll actually appreciate some of it because some of it's humorous. But overall, uh, it wasn't as I-, I-, I was expecting a couple of scenes to be bad. Yeah. I was expecting this to for me to like this more than I would Aladdin, which I did because it is so much closer and it is spot on what I enjoyed about the first, right. you know, the, the original version, the animated version. And I, it wasn't as bad as I thought I was going to get. I thought I was going to get a really oversung uh, couple of songs, a really overdone uh, moment, and, and it wasn't the case. And I'll also say something that we had discussed that uh, apparently there was a lot of moments of that where the voice actors and that might play into it mm-hmm. they a lot of them weren't working together i know for a fact timon yeah. and pumbaa uh, seth rogan and and i forget his name now who plays timon they work together to do all their scenes and i know there's certain moments where uh james O'Jon did uh work with the uh the younger kid or uh and the, and the kids worked with each other but for the most part a lot of people did like beyonce did uh glover did for most of his stuff yeah. they solo recorded mm-hmm. and for a lot of actors that doesn't work there's good like tom hanks is a pro tom hanks goes into a studio even though him i believe him and tim allen always do tend to work their scenes together see but those guys yeah are, they're, they're, they're next level they, they've yeah. been doing they've been doing voiceover and acting in general and it's, it's for not so easy long. it's not it's not, the, it is I not. Mean, that, that way of recording is not the same and i feel like i think i think they need to get back into that whole one room Especially for movies this big, where you're trying to recreate the same atmosphere for it, yes. I think it will work better if they just all one in one room recording the whole, I agree. The whole scene. I agree. A uh, quick shameless plug, uh, like something we're going to talk about on Retro Saturday Morning Cartoons on Saturday, August 10th at Sunray City Comic Con. Uh, something we had mentioned before when we saw Kevin Conroy at a Supercon, right. and he had mentioned that, and we've always thought that you know Batman Animated Series, one of the better and best animated series Period. By far. And one of those reasons is because the way they do all the voice acting work, all the actors work together right. in your scenes with the director in the room, directing them like they're doing a scene. Yeah, they're and feeding off each exactly, other. Exactly. Feed off each other. So, I mean, you can imagine it makes sense why every single Batman Joker moment in Batman the series is incredible because you have Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy working together, yeah. feeding off each other's vibes. With the director telling him, you know, what's I'm added. I'm sure whatever. Mark had his makeup on at that Oh, yeah. Point. Probably. I think like, he's method. I, yeah, he's totally method. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, but, you know, he was, yeah. they were into characters. And I think that's that's the best way of doing it. Yeah. And um, I don't know how their schedule works. I don't know if they were so busy that they really couldn't be in the room together. But I feel for the next... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Next, I mean, this is gonna continue doing this for what I'm. I'm yeah. I believe they're gonna be doing. I be, I I feel like if they're gonna continue this, they should just 
Yeah. Boom. Scary. And I think part of it, and I haven't, I've yet to watch, and I really want to watch it. Um, yet to watch Mowgli uh, on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I know I, I probably didn't get the reviews that Jungle Book did. You know, Disney's keeping true to its particular version right. of the story, which is the one that everyone enjoys. That's the you know uh, bare necessities yes. of the music. That's Disney. So if you watch Mowgli, you're not going to get that. I'm guessing. I haven't seen it, but it's good. <laughs> You have seen it. Yes. But yeah, I, I I would think it is good. And one of the reasons I want to see it no matter what is because I'm positive that the CGI yes. is great because it's uh, Sudeikis uh, directing and he only does that one way and that's with the suits on. Mm-hmm. So the way like you get Cumberbatch as uh, Smog, Smog and Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. he's actually putting it on, acting out the scenes. It's the same thing you're getting with like in uh you know the new Planet of the Apes movies, Rise of Planet Apes, all that. Like you're getting with Gollum in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's when you get when you get the actual actors, and I know that's how Mowgli was filmed. Mm-hmm. The actors actually put on the suits and the buttons. Like mm-hmm. they do an Avatar, and they didn't just do voice work. They're doing actual acting, right. physical. They're in the scene. They're together. They're directed like they're doing the movie pure. Play pretend in the moment, and I'm sure that's the only difference is you're getting much more out of the acting. And considering that there is CGI in live action, that's probably the only misstep where it would probably be better than what we got is to do that further. Right, and then that right. would probably kill whatever complaints there's gonna be out yeah. there, which that's just the haters. But um, the complaints are gonna come out with like, well, this act, the voice acting wasn't that good, and this act was that good. The whatever little moments that could have been better, that's what would have made it better. Mm-hmm. Was either A, definitely at least have them all in a sound studio together. They have the money to have a incredible right. sound studio to do it. Or B, actually have them acted out and CGI it that way, as opposed to just doing the full on rendering and then the voiceover work. Yeah. So I think I think the haters uh to be honest with you, were born in 1993 and on. <laughs> I think that's what happens. I mean, they didn't really grow up with the movie. Yeah, and some of them didn't see it. And I'll be honest, I I mean, there might be, not might be, I'm sure what's happening is you're going to have a lot of children, but they're children, so they're not, and we're not listening to this. But also, <laughs> you know, they might mean I've not seen the original and they're doing this first. And then what's good about that, and that's why I like to bring, if you then at home go, hey, you want to you want to watch the cartoon yeah. version? And you can immediately watch it and it won't be a big break no. for me. You're like, oh, wait, this is completely different or yeah. whatever. And then the kids, you know, they, they can enjoy it the same way and just, it's, you know, dumbing it down, you know, whatnot. I'm not, I mean, it's kind of young to have two I'm jealous. Oh, yeah, I'm too. I'm very jealous if this is their first time watching Lion King. Yes. Okay? Yes. I am very jealous because... Yes. They got everything we got, but better because but it's live action. It was live action. And I it agree. Was, it, it's, it's, I agree. It's I don't, amazing. I don't feel anybody of a significance. Uh, I think the kid they had is just as good as Jeff, Jonathan Taylor Thomas did. Yes. Danny Glover did a great job, just as good as Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no downfall. And you have that Timon and Pumbaa. And like I said before, you do have to see, to really appreciate this version, <laughs> you have to see the first version. Yes. To really uh, appreciate the Timon and Pumbaa here, yeah, yeah. because there's a lot of callback moments and references, and then also you should just brush up on your all-around <laughs> uh, Disney knowledge. Uh, that's pretty basic for some of the jokes that Timon and Pumbaa make uh, to really enjoy what you got. Man, and um, I have to give it to him. But speaking of Timon and Pumbaa, but Seth Rogen's voice is laugh. His laughter, everything. It's so great. I it's love contagious. this man's laughter. Like, it's so on point with it. It works so well with it. It's, man, they man. literally stole the I show. Will, I will say I enjoyed... They also made some hyena changes. Yes. Which I enjoyed. There's no Eddie. I did no. enjoy Eddie in the original. Right. The... What... 
the Eddie-ish one that they have Which now. Which is Because they even have different names. It's funny, too, because it's a different interaction. So, yes, just like Timon and Pumbaa, you do have a different uh, hyena yes. interaction. Instead of a three, it's more of a two, and then the other one is something those, else. Those things that were happening and in that those was, lines Yes, were that awesome. was another good duo. There's another yeah. good duo in this film that originally was a trio, yeah. but the duo is, like, perfect. And it's, uh, what is it, uh, Keel from... Uh, um, no, Key, sorry, from, from Keelan Peele. Yes. Um, and he's awesome. He's great. Yeah, it's Keegan, and I'm not, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, and I'm not who, I don't remember who plays the other one, but uh, um, Eric. It's Eric, Eric Andre, Andre, that's right. Eric, oh, the, which, the Eric Andre mm-hmm. hour. If you ever watch that on a oh, <laughs> late yeah. night, uh, what he's is a, it, uh, Cartoon Network? Uh, yeah, uh, the Adult uh, Swim. He's different. Yes, he's, he's, different. he's an acquired an acquired comedic taste. Right. But yeah, I mean, he's not doing any of his vulgar uh, comedy here, obviously. But yeah, they they have a, they're a great duo, which wasn't expecting because we're used to like we just had Toy Story four, so we're used to seeing Kim Pit together. Right. But here we had Eric Andre instead, which yeah, his it he's it Eddie ish, and yeah, their their interaction is great. So yeah, um, you know, on my take, I definitely say yes. This is a must see. Yes, Disney live action film. You have to. no reason to wait. It's mm-hmm. great to see on the big screen. It's enjoyable. I I I give it a big thumbs up. I mean, it's I I really enjoyed it. You know, I'm I'm rating. Are it you combining high. your thumbs to make it one big thumb, one giant thumb, or yeah, yeah. you're just gonna no, like just like one on no, no, no two thumbs together to make two thumbs yeah, together? To make I like big, it. To I make like a big I think, thumbs up. I think we need to start doing to make that. A thing. Just two it's, big yeah, thumbs. It's, it's a it's a what is it? A thing? Uh, no, a football game the, thumb. The, up. The, the, <laughs> the foam thumb. It's a foam thumb up. Yeah. So now, I, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. it. It's it's a great film, great summer film, and I'm gonna take a break because we also made that moment. Uh, I did that shameless plug. So before we get into Once Upon a Time mm. in Hollywood, which is also a good time if you're listening to this episode with kids, uh, maybe no longer listen because no. <laughs> until after we're done with our plug about the Sunrise City yeah. Comic Con. Yeah, even even though we're not gonna give anything no, away, we're not gonna spoil anything. We we can't again. MSK will uh, our the WhatsApp tweets and the things the comments we'll get from him will be very uh, he'll be very upset. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we're gonna be very sure not to spoil anything. But it's Tarantino talk. It's an adult film. Yeah. Uh, some things might slip just like language wise or what we're describing uh, compared to other films or something like that. So yes, not not a uh, not a family film like the first one, yeah. like Lion King at yeah. all. It's it was really weird to see those two movies in the same. Which day. is why did we yeah. do this again? Because I, that was, was the weirdest. It was the, ability, the availability uh, we had. If, yeah, if, you yeah. know what it reminds me of is back in the back in the days when we were growing up <laughs> and we had features? to record. Oh. Where we had to record <laughs> music, right? Uh-huh. And we have like that CD yes. with all those musics, and then like. You're listening to like I don't know like a hip hop song that you like. You gotta get that sudden, other two tracks to you get need, to your other one. You need those tracks, but yeah. those tracks were like so it's completely different. Completely from different. That it was like, how did you end up with this song from here to here? Yeah, I tell you what, the wifey still has some of those CDs. Oh, yeah, CDs. You didn't say cassettes. I'm old. No, I didn't say cassette, but we do have we do have a case of cassettes. Cassette roulette. Yes. <laughs> Fake yes. cassette rip up, rip up of the label. Don't have the cassette it's, player. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. That's exactly. the problem. Got the cassettes, but nothing to play. <laughs> that's the only problem. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so before we get into Once Upon a Time uh, in Hollywood, I'm gonna go ahead and remind everybody that this is probably the last episode that might get released before we actually. Uh, panel. Yeah, we again will be like uh, if you did listen to our previous episode from Tate's Not a Comic Con, and that's what we were promoting, which is the Sunrise City Comic Con, and that's Saturday, August tenth, 
from 12 to 7 p.m. You have just before August 2nd. If you're listening to this after August 2nd, sorry, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Yep. But it's $10 tickets for adults, $7 for kids. And, uh, of course, that's at sunrisefl.gov backslash Comic-Con. Mm. And right from there, you can buy your tickets. Everything good. We're doing three panels. We're going to be starting out the day. I got our time slots. So it officially starts at 12 o'clock, but we're already, we'll be paneling when you get there. Yeah. And we're doing Saturday morning cartoons. And I'm just going to tell you right now, we're embracing the concept yeah, that's, of Saturday morning cartoons. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. all I'm going to tell gonna you. Embrace. So we're going to be talking about retro Saturday morning cartoons. So our Saturday morning cartoons, but everyone's allowed to interject and throw out their Saturday morning cartoons. The kids might not have much to give out because that's not a thing anymore. Well, maybe they got their own Saturday <laughs> but, morning cartoons. Maybe there's some parents that are doing that to yeah, them and saying, no, you don't wait till Saturday. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you get no <laughs> cartoons on your Saturday. You wait. So we'll be doing that. Of course, we're going to be doing a MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe panel. Uh, I Am Groot is what we're calling it. That's going to be in the main theater. That's towards the end, right before all the costume concerts and good stuff. So we're going to pretty much be warming up that room. And, of course, we're going to be talking Captain Marvel, more importantly, Endgame, and even more importantly, Spider-Man Far From Home. And, of course, everything that just came out of the San Diego City Comic Con involving Marvel, which we could talk about no spoilers there. I mean we're talking about WandaVision, you know, I mean just so many things that were confirmed that we were getting yeah. um that were happening. I mean that Doctor Strange movie's gonna have uh Scarlet Witch as right. a main character. So that definitely makes sense what's gonna happen with how WandaVision's gonna happen. It's uh, it's so much and even though the announcements announcements happen, there's still those Things that he threw at the end because he didn't have end. time. Because he, he was like, "Listen, time. I'm running out of time." But guess what? Yep. I'm bringing this. Yes, yeah, so he said Black Panther Two is happening. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy geez, Volume Three, man. which already knew, but he already said they're already working on that. They're gonna have release date soon for that. They are doing Fantastic Four. Man, if you see me right now, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just throwing up the floor. So, an MCU Fantastic Four is gonna be exciting. Uh, if you see Spider-Man Far From Home, I, we're going to talk about that and what that could mean to all the announcements that came out of what we're expecting because also there was X-Men talk. He even Mut- said that. Yeah, means, he said mutants. He said mutants yeah. specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 going to be interesting. And he said the word mutants. Yeah, he did. Which is awesome. Which is amazing. Because since now they own it, exactly they're not going to shy away and call it no. something else. They're no. not going to call it metas nope. because they did it with uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. They're going to they're gonna be mutants. So he said that word which is a great thing. But yeah, I mean, they announced the Eternals. They showed yeah. the cast. They announced Hawkeye. The, that series. So the much. Series. So much. Just so much is happening. So we're going to talk about all of that. The Spider-Man Far From Home. All that good stuff. And of course, in the middle, another big panel we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing uh, villains of sci-fi and fantasy. We're probably going to have more specific rules as to what that entails before we start yeah. uh, talking and picking villains uh, as top threes maybe or how we do it because it's still such a large array it is that that topic can get away from us it is so we're gonna have to get a little picky and detailed so we can just do that different versions uh of that same topic so we can always get different villains and and things like that to, yeah, to we're probably gonna there. wing it yeah so <laughs> moving on to once upon a time once upon a time one. let's do it we're gonna we're gonna, i don't know every time i think tarantino i was like there's a couple times where like not the black guy not the black guy hey. <laughs> jungle boogie i get to get down i mean just everything so once upon a time reason i bring up pulp fiction and also reservoir dogs uh i'm gonna tell you i enjoyed the hell out of this movie mm. So I'm, I'm coming from me first. It is a great Tarantino film for me. 
for me. I don't know if you're going to want to do this I'm, right I'm, now. I'm going to do this for me. It's easily top five. I'm having a hard time not thinking it's my top three. Oh, man. Because I, 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 I'm having a hard time putting something else ahead of it besides Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And I'm just talking about Tarantino again, directed, produced Tarantino. And I just think that what everyone's going to enjoy, if you're a big fan of the earlier Tarantino stuff, the Reservoir Dogs, the Pulp Fiction, the Jackie Brown, before he started getting crazy and crazier after Kill Bill mm-hmm. and then getting to the Django. And then, he, you know, Hateful Eight, I enjoy, I love Hateful Eight, but it, it, it's, it's, it's a hard watch. I mean, it really goes out there that I think he might have lost some audience. Yeah, he, that, he, like, the he pushed stuff. the limit on that. He, he, uh, I don't want to say he went out of his way to do it, but it's it was. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's a habitual line crosser. Yeah, and he was planning to cross some lines. Yeah, and he did. And I'm not saying he didn't here because it's Tarantino. He still does, but he took. I to me, it felt like the vibe was a big step back, back to his earlier stuff. He calmed down the pace. It still has the Tarantino dialogue, mm-hmm. which is great. You know, Amazing. the back and forth is always great. There's always those little trick artistic. Moments here and it's there, so with like film there's and, so much uh, artistic things that he does that it's just like I don't think we caught it all to no. be honest. Because no, there wasn't. I have to see this just like all his other movies. I'm gonna have to see this several yeah. times, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. And that's how I know it's a good movie, and that's how I know it's a good Tarantino movie. I'm looking forward to seeing this at least two or three more times within the next few months, yeah, like, easily. Like, this is again just like it was when I first saw Pulp Fiction within the first few months. I saw that a few more times. Reservoir Dogs, the same thing. I was hooked. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing Pulp Fiction, and I can tell you that I saw that movie the the first time I saw it. I couldn't believe I was watching it at that yeah. age, but then. Um, I think I saw that movie for a good month, like, yeah. like straight, like just like you know, like whenever yeah. I would get out of school, yeah. Pulp yeah. Like, watch it again. It's it was just so much. It's just one of those you binge, you you, you just like you, a continuous. Well, it's not binge watch because you're not watching a whole series, but binge watch in the sense you just keep doing it over yeah. and over and over. Like when you binge chocolate chip cookies, right? It's like it's the same chocolate chip cookie. You're just having three a day yeah, for yeah. a week because you just can't get <laughs> you, you know can't, you, just, you can't. can't get it off your mind. You yeah. haven't fulfilled, and it's the same thing in this. Movie, I'm so I'm, I'm dying to see it again. Like I really am to see what else I missed. The cast is incredible. I mean, there's so many little moments. Like I feel that this is even more than any other uh, Tarantino film where you're catching some big actors mm-hmm. in small parts and returning Tarantino alum in small parts just to be in it. Yeah. And I was like, everyone I went through IMDb, I'm like, that's right. And there was a few people like you hear in the background like mentioning it. You know, they you know just mention. I'm not gonna say who, but someone said like that's Robin and in relevant recent Stranger Things three. And someone's like that Robin. I'm like that is Robin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? right. And you hear, I'm like wow. And like a lot of that going on, and why? Because of the script is great. Just a great story. And it's Tarantino. I think. It is. I think actors. Um, I mean, I, I feel like as an actor, if I was in the business, I, I feel like I would love, of course, to, to have take it under your belt. part in a Tarantino movie. Yeah. I mean, it's, there has to be. He has to have a, a different a style. I mean, not, obviously, it's a different style of directing and producing what we get to us, the viewers. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he has to have a different style as well when he directs the actors. Exactly. Because everyone wants to have that experience, right? You know, and which is obvious. Everyone's like, "No, I want to have the experience of being directed by Tarantino." Yeah. So there is something about the way he directs that is unique. Right. Uh, I mean, because not just do we get it as a viewer, the actors are getting I'm it sure, as actors, sure. and that's why certain actors keep coming back, and certain actors are dying for a chance mm-hmm. to work with him. And we saw that in this movie because there was a lot of really small parts that usually would just be no name. First time actors is getting a part, and that's not what happened here. Yeah, it and was a lot. And you've seen a lot. a lot of that, and just everything about it, 
The pace is a big step. I would say the, I think it's even softer than Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs for most. It was very of the movie. No, no, you're you're for most of the movie. You're a hundred percent right. <laughs> the movie, okay, it's not your typical Tarantino, which is why I want to tell people because right, right, straight up, like, don't go here like expect it. Obviously, expect the Tarantino movie, but don't go here and then not like it because it's it's different. not hateful eight. Because it's not yeah. what he's been giving you lately. Yeah. Do not do that because then you're forgetting who he really is as a director. And I'm telling you, this movie is amazing. Yes. Amazing. There's so much that I want to go back and see it because I'm yeah. sure there's so much I missed and so much that I actually caught and I want to I want to revisit it. I want to see it again and I want to see the actors were beyond Everyone was beyond incredible uh, doing their, their roles. And I can tell you one person that I know, I'm not, I, I mean, Brad I don't even want to tell you Brad Pitt. who stole the role, but Brad yeah, Pitt. it by far, by far. Yeah. And which I got to say, I can't take anything away from Leonardo DiCaprio because no. his moments are huge. His acting as usual, just like he wasn't, uh, he wasn't big. I mean, he actually, he's obviously more in this film than he, he was in Django because mm-hmm. in Django, he wasn't the main character. He's here the co main character with Brad Pitt so he has his moments that were even more intense than Django different scenarios because it's a whole different character whole different, obviously but you have those moments of like Leonardo DiCaprio oh, Leonardo giving you is Leonardo. some great acting yeah. yeah yeah you get those moments of him giving you some great performances yes it's just that the more interesting character that's what it is, is Brad Pitt it was written yeah and I, and I even be kind to say that Brad Pitt's character is probably the easier to play of the two yes because his moments were a little more laid back and everything but it's just that he played it perfect and what the character go through goes through is just I mean it just makes the movie for yeah. me it, it really does and, and even then in fairness you could take it out and it's still a great movie with all the other performances and all the other characters and everything you have and of course, their relationship together is great, but it, there's actually a lot of not them together. Right. A lot of you know, it's Tarantino, so you know how he tells his stories apart and and it does different you know uh, tricks and and, 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 and uh, uh, like he again Tarantino, don't go expecting no. your normal Tarantino. I'm telling you now, but but do still know you're watching a Tarantino movie yes. because you're going to be yes. on your heels the whole time waiting for a Tarantino moment. I promise you will get your Tarantino yes. moment. Yes. <laughs> you yes. get your Tarantino scene. <laughs> yes. uh, and that's about and, and it. And I'll just say, have a, so you can enjoy when the movie's over, have in mind and think, has, ask yourself this question after you're done watching the film. Also, side note, stay for the post credits. Which is... Yeah. I mean, yeah. They thank you, your piece. Uh, I I was really ready to go because it's a Tarantino film, and your piece put on his Marvel hat for a second. It's like, yep. nah, let's uh, let's stay for the credits, see what happens. And I if see, you're yep. a Tarantino fan, it is a great payoff because it embodies something of all yeah. the Tarantino films, yeah. and which is great. So you do need to stay for the post credits. Do not leave. We are strongly telling you stay for the. I mean, not the very lights turn on because we stayed for that. Yeah. So once a thing happens, you're good to go. But it, the thing is pretty much right into 
you know, the lights coming on. It, right, it, right, it, it right. feeds into the credits. So, but, but yeah. But so, there were a lot of people that left. They were. They didn't know. Most of, most of the theater was gone. Yeah. Most of 80% of the theater easily yeah. was gone. I think that most of the people who caught it besides us were just in the line and to get they out. They were about to leave. Yeah. And they were like. And like, wait a minute. Something's happening. <laughs> and they're showing something. So, yeah, it was a great call by your piece. I appreciated that I caught it with him because I was actually. Uh, I probably would have left. I think yeah, for I'm sure. sure. I would have sure. my wife would have had to leave. I'm, I'm telling done. you, I don't think. I think Marvel mm-hmm. has uh, literally. Uh, build a stay yes. to the end yeah. for it's, me it's and a, it will always be a thing it's, it's a thing it's better to have stayed and there be nothing yeah. than have left and missed it it yes. really is even if it's a stupid something yeah. like a song or you know whatever lyrics to I a mean, song I mean people did anything. it during uh, what, what was this movie with Will Smith um, yes uh, no not Will Smith I'm sorry it was Constantine with uh, oh, yes that was the big one that you always bring that up that was the big yeah, one yeah, like no one knew to stick around for that people didn't know and it was there so yeah. a lot of times I tend to stay for comedies anyways, but now I just want to stay always. Yeah. But comedies sometimes, you know, since because it started with a comedy with Ferris Bueller. Right. And then you kind of just always stuck around for comedies after that because sometimes comedies would do something funny, a callback or whatever. But what I was saying before, ask yourself the question when you're done, why did he title this Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Hmm. And you'll be able to answer that question. And it's it's very fulfilling because you'll understand that the logic behind this film and what it is and one of the few really feel good um tarantino movies overall i mean it's it's hard because it's a very strong hard subject matter and you know what you're getting into because it's it's based on some actual i want to say it's a confusing events yes it's a confusing yeah feeling that when you feeling overall that you get overall because it's the pacing as i'm saying it's really and that's what I'm, i'm telling you that this is if it's an introduction to tarantino believe it or not you can start with this because it's going to be a softer blow. It's almost like when we talk about Black Mirror mm-hmm. and we go, don't go out the gate with the first episode. And I personally always recommend, uh, you know, hang the DJ. Right. Because it's like you get the idea of where they're going. But it's like, I mean, even though that's, that's a very happy ending. So I don't right. want <laughs> to sell that to you, obviously. But I'm just saying that in the overall sense of Tarantino, yes, there's a, there's a couple of Tarantino-ish strong moments of like you know what you see in kill bill and hateful aid and all that stuff but it's not overpowering it's not too much of it it's a much easier follow than a lot of times yes. other movies are oh by far yes. it is an easier it, it, follow. It, it's much more relatable characters uh you know you can relate to the era because there's a lot of characters that actually existed you know because it's mm-hmm. talking about hollywood during a, that you know era during the 1960s so there's a lot that's you know especially for you know older you know people who actually were young in the 60s that you right. remember that time and actors and the, the way you know the society was and, and the way people spoke right. and you know things like that and all the ideology uh you know you it's it's, it's a much easier follow so it, it's it doesn't it doesn't like you just you walk out with a different feeling than you normally do from a tarantino movie yes and so with that being said i think it's a great way like you know guys are trying to get their girlfriends into it or girls are trying to get their boyfriends into it you know what not even trying to get their significant other or a friend or a sibling like, nah man you should check out tarantino like nah i don't know his movies really don't interest me like you could start with this one and i think this is one that will probably get get most people like all right i'll give us other stuff yeah. to try i think if you start straight with hateful eight or maybe even Django, no I, I, I'd be I, that's me that's what i do i tell people yeah to go, go straight, straight to the hard stuff yeah, yeah, just, even though pulp fiction i mean i'll never that's why it's one of my top three i saw that when i was 12 i shouldn't have i'll be honest for if you have to take a 12 to see a tarantino which is movie why i was telling you yeah i couldn't believe at yeah. that time what i was watching yeah we rented this movie yes. by the way yes rented I didn't go yeah. to the movie theaters. Yeah, you okay. rented I rented this movie, okay? <laughs> you should not have seen Pulp Fiction and either at that age. And I continued renting it from the place, <laughs> you know, for a whole month. And why? Why is this kid watching uh, That was a Netflix disc. Yes, yes. kids. Before, originally, <laughs> Netflix was a 
DVD in the mail. <laughs> Never understand that so, concept. So yeah, it's uh, so yeah, no, for sure. It's it's uh, it's definitely like I actually I was speaking to my cousin this morning. My fact, uh, the one who took me to see Pulp Fiction when I was a twelve year old, and I had to acknowledge he's like, oh wow, it's kind of a bad influence. And he has a fifteen year old kid now, and I'm like, I'll tell you right now, if you're gonna ditch the Tarantino, you watch this one with him. Yes. Not the debauchery of Pulp Fiction that you took me to, <laughs> you animal. Because you're gonna see some violence, which at this age of video games he plays are probably worse oh, in God. violence than what you're gonna get my in this God. movie. But there was this, the psychological concept of the stuff we saw in Pulp Fiction yeah, of some, you know, some sexual violence and some vulgarity, and I mean, the dollar was just next level. I mean, it was it was it was hard. It was hard. So I I would. I would say, yeah, this is this is gonna be, yeah. Take a step back. You're going. I mean, no matter what, you're gonna see a Tarantino movie. You're gonna see a Tarantino movie. Yes. You're gonna be happy. You're gonna be pleased. Uh, I hope I'm not overhyping it. I don't think I am. It's it's uh, it's a good, solid uh, Tarantino movie. Well, I mean, if you're overhyping it, then I'm overhyping it. Yeah, and I can tell you that. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's yeah. all I'll say. But I, I, I enjoy. Just, it. I just can't wait till we actually yeah. be able to. Yeah, we're gonna go nuts. Talk once about- MSK. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure MSK is gonna enjoy this film, and I'm pretty sure that it might steal because it's gonna be the most recent one. A lot of the episode when we do Tarantino, mm-hmm. that's probably gonna be a long episode or a two parter. Because there's so much we like about all his films. Yep. And, you know, we all have different things. Like, I'm a big dialogue person. Uh, MSK is a big, you know, editing and, like, film trickery and filming. Yes. And, like, film selection and, 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 you know, shots. And, like, you know, he's more of the aspect. You're kind of rounded in that. No, I'm, like, just the, yeah, you're just, I'm just there for... I'm just there. <laughs> just there. I'm just there. There's no... Well, you're an actor I'm, guy. And you're a character guy. I'm just you there to, to actually just see. And uh, there's nothing going through my head at that time <laughs> except that film. And yeah. that's just what yeah, I am. I'm, I'm a big dialogue guy. That's Tarantino yeah. mostly gets me. And this film has a lot of that. Yeah. He gets him with dialogue. I love the quotables. I love that about movies. I love movies that have... Great quotables, and of course, there's going to be so many. Yeah, there's so out many of this quotables one. out of this one. A lot of quotables. So many. And then there was a lot of moments where you're just like, oh, like this typical Tarantino stuff. We're like, oof, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> put your uh, put put uh, put away your political correctness hat. It's you're not going to be able to wear it. Yeah, you're not going to be able to wear that hat uh, during any Tarantino movie for that matter. Because there's moments like oof, like and, he, and that's the joke behind it. You know what I mean? Right. He's hyperbole. I mean, it was the times. It's exactly. That's he's the whole point. Right, the times and he's writing the times. So you have the you know just like oof, like <laughs> yep, he said that. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's it's just great, and the characters solid, and that's that's the good thing. There's just the characters are portrayed what the characters are. Uh, you really enjoy you know everything they did. Uh, I'll tell you right now. I feel if if you understand the film you're watching, you're not going to feel that any character went unused right uh that any actor went incorrectly used because i know for sure i think i might have heard already complaints of it but you might hear some complaints about the less die like the, the the smaller amount of actual speaking dialogue that uh marvel robbie got you know harley quinn yes that it got as her character and all i will say is that i think that's a hundred percent wrong because i think the acting from what I gathered from her, she did a lot of physical acting, mm-hmm. in which subtle physical acting is even harder. Yes. I think to not like be like a complete comedian and like throw yourself on the floor or whatever, but to actually like smile a certain way and walk a certain way. I mean, there really was a presence about her, which is important because right. obviously the subject matter of this movie and, and going to obviously I, you see the previews about Charles Manson. I think like I think you have to I guess I don't want to say be a fan of 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 uh, that person itself, but I think you should know 
Maybe yes. something. And I think, and that's my point. I think that people who weren't a fan of her get what she meant to Hollywood. Right. You know? Right, and right. Who, what she meant to the people that knew her. Knew her. In Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And they did it in a, a, such a artistic way. Right. Tarantino did it in an artistic way. Exactly. And instead of just giving a bunch of dialogue for the... the the words to come out of her mouth to sell the person she was. It was it was exactly, exactly what it needed to, to be. be. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. I think everything about it, including the relationship between you know Leonardo DiCaprio and, and Brad Pitt's characters, the relationship and the interaction of their characters with other characters, mm-hmm. just everything in general was done. I, I mean, Tarantino did a great job. He, he, he did. He did, and I think it was probably one of his harder jobs because it's not complete fiction. You right. know, and without it's almost like with Forrest Gump when it's not complete fiction and you're interjecting like yes, it's this is a fictional story happening in these actual moments. events and in these actual moments and you have to be able to sell the fiction with the reality. Right. And so I think he actually had a bigger challenge doing that because that's not something obviously he's done in his other films. What I enjoy about it is me going into it blindly. Yeah. Um the trailer did not give anything away for me and i like i love i love going into movies like this i love knowing that i'm gonna go watch a movie that i want it like i feel like i'm gonna enjoy the the uh director or the actor or whatever it may be yeah but just going in blindly is what i felt for this movie and, i did not go out of my I, way i, to I will, I will actually it. say believe it or not maybe watch a documentary or just read a couple of articles, or whatever. But believe it or not, you don't want to go in a hundred percent blind if you're not aware of the Charles Manson um, connection to this story. And that's why they show it in the trailer. Right. It's a very important reason. You do need to educate yourself a little bit on what happened. Right. Maybe not all the details, right. but because it's very important to yes. know. What happens so, to get see, this movie? I guess I guess that because yeah. I already knew that. Yeah, exactly. Right? And that's what I mean. So, so that's what I'm saying. I don't want to confuse people. Like, well, you know what? I don't really know. Like, Charles Manson had something to do with what this movie's about. Right. And they never read about it because then they might not get what the movie's doing. But wouldn't you think that this movie would give them the, I want to know more about it? Maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Because I like, see you that. don't really need to go investigate. Maybe you come out of there going, I want to, I want to know yeah. what is this yeah, and all then you about. Get it, and then you get it after the fact. I, yeah, you could go that route too. Because it could it could yeah. work that. Yeah, it, depend, yeah it, it all depends on where you are. If you want an after treat of understanding the film better by researching, if you're not very familiar, because I mean, that's not, you know, it, it's not everyone was around during that time. Right. Not everyone watches a lot of documentaries or right, films exactly. about, about things that happen in Hollywood. So, yeah, you could go that route. Or if you really prefer to have it hit you while you're watching the movie, then you can go there. So either you go either way. If yeah. you're like, you know what, I'm not very familiar with that connection to this film or anybody else in there. And I, I you know, just want to see the movie. Like you're saying, uh, well, I mean, that's not the blind because you, like you said, you did know right. that. You went 100% right. blind. You were just 100% blind to the fact that you don't know I what the main story know. is yet. I don't which, know the which main is the story. usual, which is the usual, which is what we got with mm-hmm. Reservoir Dogs, right? Which is what we got with Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. which is what we got with Jackie Brown. That would kill already with Kill Bill Volume One and Two. You already got it. Like it's a revenge film. Exactly. This, you're already getting the story. This woman, and it's also based on older films, just right. like Django was. You already know that this woman was wrong, and she's getting vengeance, and yeah. then it goes from there. And it's the same thing with Django Unchained. That mm-hmm. this is a slave that's getting his freedom, and, and then it goes from there. Uh, Hateful Eight was again a film you didn't know what you were getting. Yeah, it's a western. I don't know what it's about, and and you still don't know. What and it's you still about. don't know what it's about. When it's <laughs> you all over, you still don't know what it's about. about. You know, and Glorious Bastard. 
bastards. It's the same right. thing. It's, it's it's a Nazi spy, right. and then and you know and you pretty much knew that going to too. This one goes back to I know it's Hollywood. I know it's the 1960s. I know it's during a specific era. I know certain characters. I know certain characters. And yeah, then, and, and and I don't really specifically know where they're going. And, with says, and I yeah. did not go yeah. out of my way. Yeah. I can tell you, I did not go out of my and, way. And, to and actually, and we still, and we haven't even said it. We yeah. haven't said it. We're not gonna because we're gonna talk yeah. about it deeply after everyone's seen it. What the movie is actually about. Yeah. And uh, it's it's interesting, and it's again, it's just you know, just stay on the post credits. That's uh, tip number one, and tip number two is sit back, relax, and watch. Enjoy. And, it. and as usual, a lot of Tarantino films, especially the earlier stuff, tend to start what might feel a little slow, mm-hmm. so the dialogue starts to pick up. Yeah, you know, they're officially like, okay, why do I feel like I'm waiting for something? Why do I like? And it doesn't, and and it's and, and you and you'll catch sit it. Sit there for the so ride. Sit and enjoy, and you're gonna enjoy. Yeah. And I guess before the necessity, you want to go ahead and plug yeah. our contact info? Here's my shameless plug. There you go. Uh, you can listen to us on Fanatically Correct, on Podbean, uh, Google Play, any pod, uh, or your for, for your Alexa or your Echo. You, we are, we're on Spotify. We're on um, iOS or Apple Podcasts, whatever they want to call it nowadays. There's so many other. Pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> if you can, please, please. Review us. Just review us. We're on iTunes. Review us on iTunes and review us on on Podbean. We need we need those reviews and we need you to share share our information. You know, whenever we uh, update, you know, a new episode, just share it. It's, it's not gonna take that long, especially on Twitter. It's so so easy. Yeah, it's such a like a button away. Um, and then obviously, obviously, you can go to a, a website which is fanaticallycorrect.com and follow us on Twitter again, Instagram, which is uh, the ad handle at fancorrect. And fanatically correct on Facebook and MeWe. We also have a phone number, which is 786704. A404? You want to take a look at that real quick? <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the number. And while he's rereading that number, that's yeah, the number. That is the number. While he's, so after that, Why did I, I look so confused? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's great. But I will, again, uh, record if you're calling us from Pride Rock. Uh, from the Pride Lands, mm. if you're calling us from Hollywood, yes, uh, or from Italy, uh, yeah. you know, and from any any crazy place, we're not accepting it. It's just it's just not gonna happen. We're just not. It's just not. Well, sorry, we don't. We can't afford those calls. We're which is the reason why I'm saying to uh, share us yes. and uh, make it so we can afford. So we can afford it, even I mean, though we still won't accept those charges. But you know, at least we would afford those. At charges. least, at least we'll be able to afford it. At least. at least we can say we can afford it we just choose we just, not to yeah we're still not gonna pick up i'm letting you know right now we're not picking up so yeah and uh actually believe it or not i got a necessity and uh it's 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 different it's different because just as weird as this whole yes. thing it, was it's it, 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 it's 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 the concept is that okay the name of the film is uh what is it uh, oh no! Yeah, now I feel I'm the only guy who needs hey, to, to, my to read, but I don't want to get it wrong because it's one of those tricky names. It's bad times. I was gonna say bad something, but it's bad times at the El Royale. Now, what's funny is I hadn't realized. I actually brought this up to MSK or your piece, uh, maybe when I first saw it and haven't since. But there's definitely elements, and it's not the same era. It's not the same anything. But there's so many elements. Of this film that remind me of a Tarantino film. Okay. And that remind me specifically of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
uh, and the concept of we saw Lion King and then saw this because it's just, it's it's a crazy it's a crazy movie and it goes all over the place. It has a little bit of a four rooms feeling to it, but I, it, it's it's a good film. It has a lot of good actors. We actually just saw the trailer when we were watching for um, Harriet. Harriet, it, which is a Harriet Tubman story, which looks really good. I yeah. mean, from from what I'm gathering, if you're a Twelve Years a Slave fan, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna be a big uh, Harriet fan. It, it, the movie. It, it looks like a good, a good film, and I recognize right away also the the actress that's playing Harriet Tubman. She's in this film, Bad Times at the Real, and then which her name is Cynthia Erivo. I hope I pronounced that. No, correctly. you. I think you yeah. nailed it. But run them off. Who else? We got Chris Hemingsworth, Jeff Bridges, uh, Jeff Bridges, Dakota huge. Johnson is in this. Uh, John Han. John Han is great in this movie. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, and as I was say, and I'm going to say one thing about Chris Hemsworth. That I will prepare. This is not a spoiler because you get it right away because they build him up while you're watching the movie. Uh, he is the villain, which I can't think of anything else where he's the villain. Oh. And the very first time I saw Chris Hemsworth was Captain Kirk's dad in the Star Trek movie, which is one of the best, probably my favorite opening to a movie ever. And such a small part. Can't get enough. And of that. he's like, a, he's a character. You immediately love Kirk's dad. Yes. You immediately love Kirk's yeah. dad and the way he portrayed him and the way he played Which him. Which I'm so sad to hear news. Yeah, that he's not going to be part of that Star Trek. That he would not be part of it. And, and play Kirk's dad. I know. Because. Neither is. Chris Pine, apparently, Chris himself. Pine. So I don't know what they're going to do. Speaking of Tarantino, there's a lot of talk that Tarantino's going to do a Star Trek movie. I don't know what that will be. Woo! Uh, and not a Star Trek ish. A Star Trek movie, and that's a lot. So once that's a hundred percent confirmed, I want to see what that's gonna be. Yeah, that's that's just one of those that I'm like. The only thing I think it was like a Rogue One that they're just gonna go off the rails and do. A, a, it's gonna be the universe of Star Trek, but not but directly linked. Tarantino. Link. I know, I know, I know. I just. I don't know. And I hope it's true because I want to see what that is. <laughs> I don't know. All, to turn out, all, you want to talk about trolls and people hating. I, all the purists are going to despise that. Oh, whatever. But, but, that's, I yeah, don't that's care. like this kid getting casted as Batman. It's going to yeah. be bad. That's going to get his back flack once it's 100%. But because there's also a Django Zorro supposed to talk that he's doing that as well before he does that Star Trek. But regardless, yeah, Chris Hemsworth, I've, I, since the first moment I've seen him, he's always played the hero. Yep. He's always played likable, charismatic characters funny characters and it's a big change for what you see him in uh bad times at the i mean Royale. to be fair he wasn't thor for so long yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> also, exactly he had, he had a break he had a break but no he's he shows some he shows his range he's a great actor his this movie it's a crazy movie it, it, it's it's tarantino ish prepare for things out of order or things um from different perspectives or it's, it's just a lot of that but all the actors are great the performances are great it's a it's a quick easy watch. It feels like it's not a, it wasn't a very long movie only because so much is happening so quick. Yeah, uh, um, I just want to let people know right now they can watch it on HBO. Oh, there you go. Uh, so if you are currently if you didn't cancel right after Game of Thrones aired and yeah. said, "Well, I'm done. That's all I watched this yeah. for." If you're still holding on to HBO because you're looking forward to Watchmen yeah. or to the next season of Westworld, which is not till next year, uh, or you know, Ballers, Ballers, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on, on HBO. Actually, I still haven't watched the uh, Deadwood film which, mm. so that when we do our next western episode yeah. we'll get into that 
But so yeah, so if you're still holding on to HBO, it's currently on uh, HBO. So you don't even gotta rent it on you know on Amazon or Redbox. Or, oh, just do that uh, free month. They give you a oh, free you month. Go. Right? That, I, they, that's they that's do what I'm about to do with stars. <laughs> I, I personally, I'm watching a, what is that? Uh, it's uh, American Gods. I yeah. saw season one, so they're doing like a free month on stars. Like hey, now that it's done, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna binge it and then new stars. email, <laughs> new email, sir. Here you go. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, you can do that free month and uh, kick it that way, or or, or steal a buddy's uh, uh, password, you know, temporarily. Legally, and it, legally, you know, yeah, legally. Others, you know, go over to his buddy's house, watch it, you know, force him. I wouldn't see why he wouldn't want to watch it again. That's why I'll probably do a yo piece and sit down because I, I I do want to watch that movie again too, uh, and it'll hold me over till I can watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. But yeah, only since we finished on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right. I figured that was a good necessity because there's elements that will totally and completely remind you of once upon a time in hollywood it's it's a fun film it has a lot of the same elements and just the basic basic as close as i can story is that uh well even there's not one main character but some characters check into a hotel uh and they all kind of connect in a certain way and then it's kind of like a race against the clock to kind of get out of the hotel mm. before some other people come and then there's just some really great twist in certain characters and their development out of nowhere which usually in a movie like this you don't expect to see character development because it doesn't feel like you have enough time to develop a character yeah no exactly no and, and yeah exactly it's versus a series and then on top of that usually because it's so many different main characters telling so many different stories and perspectives you really don't usually think you can get take a character to develop them and change them to kind of like this is the character they are for this story and this is how the story ends yeah where they actually take a moment to take a couple of the characters and actually develop them between the, the stories so it, it's interesting and it's, it's a fun watch um great performances a lot of range and you know it, it's just do it and for lion king obviously you know see the original lion king yeah that's it that's that's that nurse yeah. but, necessity but, but before or after if you watch it after and you haven't seen it um you're gonna post get some jokes yeah uh if you watch it before you're gonna dorian get some yeah, jokes exactly so exactly. that's uh, those are Anything uh, you want to contribute on no, the way out? I no. mean, you have to watch it. I don't think you've seen that. No, I have not. I have not watched uh, Lion King, the original, <laughs> the original Lion King. Yeah, this guy. Go back so and, and then uh, hopefully uh, by the time next time we talk, MSK would have uh, watched on this too. And hopefully, if this is the last episode we kick out before we're actually at the con on August tenth. So if you're listening to this and you're getting close to August tenth. Again, join us. Uh, we're gonna have three panels there. Uh, you know, especially if you're in South Florida. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's local. It's a local area. It's, it's in the South Florida yeah. area in Broward County. Uh, so, but if you fly to us just to see we're us, we're not accepting those charges. I am we're not accepting those charges <laughs> either. I'm letting you know right now. We're, we're not paying for your flight. Broadcast 100% on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, and again, yeah, review us, you know, check us out. Uh, I was with, uh, it was MSK and myself in the last episode, your piece of myself in this one, and you get the three of us there for, you know, for this uh, event, and you get MSK and uh, your piece. I mean, we're all in and out, so it's between the three of us. We're always going to try and give you as much content as we can. The more reviews we get, the better we do, the good chances, the more that we can record yeah. uh, and do more episodes. And thank you. Thank you content. again for your support. For those who have been supporting, yes. Yeah. You know who you are, specifically uh, those who are reviewing us and constantly liking us and sharing us. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate, actually, believe it or not, it's still a small amount compared to what we're aiming for. Yeah. But it's enough people that it's a lot to you know to say specifically. So you know who you are. And yeah, thank and you. just getting one person to listen to me. It's yeah, just more like you, you particularly. I'm talking, yes, I'm talking to you particularly 
right now yeah. listening to us. Yes, you. 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 you look in the mirror. Yeah. You review your mirror. You're listening in your yeah. car. I'm talking to you. Look. Thank Just you. Look right now. But go ahead and review us again. Because yeah. we know. <laughs> New email. New <laughs> email. <laughs> so that'll be it. Uh, thank you again. And uh, this is Omega saying peace. Yo, peace. Peters. Folks, this has been Fanatically Correct. Until next time, you crazy kids. Signing off.